Welcome to the Yak Jack Podcast, episode 23. What is up there, buddy? New week. New week. New week. Is it, though? Is it ever a new week, or is it just the same week over and over again in the simulation and just different things happen? What's that movie? Uh, Inception. No, the one with Total Jim Recall. Carrey. Jim Carrey. The Mask. No, good God. Truman Show. That's it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be kind of fun? No. I mean, probably not. I feel like it would be fun if you didn't know about it. But when he finds out about it, obviously it's not fun anymore. Right? I wonder if we're, I think we're in the, it's like, it's the same shit like happens to me occasionally. I'm like, am I in the Truman Show? If you were in the Truman Show and I was a supporting character, I would be mad about my uh, role. So you would tell me. Yeah, I feel like I would. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I would be upset because I don't. I don't feel like I'm getting paid enough for my supporting Damn. cast role. So, well, I hear you're snowed in, buddy. Yeah, I'm happy for you. Yeah, you can keep we it. got we doubled down on it up here, bud. <laughs> Good, you can have it. Although, as my I started talking shit, and then they say, "Oh, by the way, J.K. Sunday night and Monday." Here's some freezing shit, freezing water to throw at you. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's funny because uh, the high tomorrow is like 16, uh, so this stuff's probably not going to melt. But like next Hell week, no. we have we have five days in a row of like highs in the 50s and just thunderstorms for five days straight. Same. So can't wait for that. It's gonna be. <laughs> be cool. I won't shit. be here to be fair. So it's true. Uh. So um, let's jump right into the important stuff, the NFL playoffs. I We know your team won. Do you want to lead off with that since it's really the only interesting thing? Pretty sure we did that last episode, bud. Did we? Yeah, because it was a Saturday game. Oh. The only thing that we didn't, so we didn't pick, we picked the okay. rest of the well, wild card, but we did not, we didn't well, pick the Chiefs. Your matchup for the divisional round is set in stone. It is the Bills, the Bills. So the it's Steelers, the Steelers kind of shit the bed on that one. Um, oh yeah, we got to, uh, we got to go, we, we did pick those by the way. Oh, we did? Yeah, we both picked, I picked the Steelers on a fucking Jump on your bandwagon and shouldn't. Dude, have. Hey, bro, stupid. the homie—it's—it's it's the homie bandwagon. Okay, you gotta ride with the homies. Um, we I both appreciate Detroit. We both so we're both smart. Eagles. So we're both dumb. We both picked Dallas. <laughs> so we're also both dumb again. One and three, two and four. If you give us the Chiefs benefit of the doubt, give us just the by proxy win, if you will. So we both picked the that, same game. We but we picked the same teams in every game. Yeah, we did last week. We now both picked Super the Texans, or we both Super picked the Browns to beat the Texans. We didn't pick that game. Those two games were both done when we. Okay, won. okay, I'm, I'm okay. I'm seeing now. Okay, I'm seeing now. Okay, is is potted a word? It is now. We made it a word. Um, 
Yeah, so we picked the remaining wild cards and then the Super Bowl. We didn't pick divisional games. So were any of our Super Bowl teams knocked out? Um, no. Okay, then I say we leave it where it's at. Fair. <laughs> I think the biggest news so far this week in the NFL is the Raiders did what they were supposed to do and hired Antonio Pierce as their head coach. I've spent a majority of the season as interim. You think um, that's the biggest news? You don't think Bill Belichick in the NFL, is bigger news? Bill Pel- Belichick doing what? Interviewing? Um, am I stupid? He hasn't taken a job. Uh, he got a job, bro. Where Where do you see this? There's a CBS uh, article that he's going to the Falcons from eight hours ago. So I've got Falcons owner Arthur Blank and Bill Bill Belichick have dinner ahead of second head coaching interview. I got According to a new report he's... by NFL on CBS insider Josina Anderson, New England Patriots legend Bill Belichick will be the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. It ain't on the Athletic. It ain't on ESPN. Nothing, nothing to that effect is on either of those two sites. Okay. The Athletic has that him and Blank you. had dinner. And ESPN also says that. I mean, if it is, that's. I mean, yeah, that's the that's the biggest one. It says the only thing they're lacking is a signature. That the deal is done. The only thing that they're lacking is a signature. Is what this says. CBS on top of it, then, because ESPN and Netflix ain't got nothing like that. I didn't get nothing out of Twitter either. X. It says his previous rapport with Falcon CEO Rich McKay creates comfort he can't mimic in any other building with the current vacancy. Our owner Arthur Blank is very skilled at being convincing and selling the benefits of coming to Atlanta. Uh, the GM dynamic in Atlanta is presumably more palatable for Bill in in Flowery Branch than it would be in Philly. And as mentioned, both sides have been talking about this for a while. Thus, my previous reports. I expect Belichick to reunite with some members of his former staffs whenever they make it official. I mean, I mean, it seems like it's one of those things that's like set in stone, but not signed yet, which is what it right. looks like. <clears throat> well, that's you broke news to me because that's the first. Because I kind of watched it all day to see if he was going to do something today, but the farthest I got was just the. So an hour ago, the Falcons said we have completed a second interview with Bill Belichick. Yeah. Um. So assuming that's true, because I mean, to me, that report seems like, like CBS is not a small you know, uh, news agency. So Tom Pelissero three hours ago tweeted, the Falcons are scheduling a second interview with Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh for next week. Interesting. Okay. So we won't call it. We won't call it. We won't call it. Call it. (laughs) Right. But if that is the case, I think that's significantly bigger news than, the Raiders. No, hundred percent, one hundred percent. I'm just glad the Raiders finally did what they. I'm not saying should have done before this, but well, they had to get a little bit more. Uh, well, finally, with the obvious answer, I think. I like Antonio yeah. Pierce. I do like Antonio Pierce. Yeah, I just, I mean. I just don't like the Raiders, for being honest. 
So oh, no. Does anybody? The Raiders are like the Cowboys. Like, mm. I hate both of them. I don't know. I like the Raiders more than I like the Cowboys. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know if that's accurate, but. Mike Tomlin did not get fired. Did not leave. Uh, Mike Tomlin was never going to get fired. Mike Tomlin was going no. to leave of his own accord if he was going to leave. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're expected to sign an, uh, sign an extension or something in the offseason. So. So I did see something interesting when we were talking about NFL coaches today that I didn't know was a thing because I knew that I knew that Matt Lafleur, uh, Kyle Shanahan, and Mike McDaniel all coached together on the same staff at Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I did not know that Shanahan and Matt Lafleur did not like each other. Um. You know, I think there's a lot of there's probably a lot of these dynamics where there's guys that don't like each other that we don't know about. I imagine there is. It's just interesting, like interesting because really, like I've heard it is Mike, funny Mike, that the Browns have this history of having all these guys on the staff at the same time, like the Belichick, Belichick Saban. and Saban. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and then they had Shanahan. Like, what 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 what's in the water? Cleveland, uh, hell, Ohio football. I mean, most of your, I say most of, a lot of your big time college coaches come from fucking Ohio. Sandusky, yeah, Ohio. It's weird. It's that, yeah, but that Cleveland, that lake water, they're too close to the lake. That lake water's poisonous. Freezing their brain cells. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Cliff Kingsbury is uh, interviewing for the Bears OC job as well. So I've watched uh, Adam Schefter. A little thing he put out on the McAbee show about that. Um, <laughs> Kingsbury's like, hey, I'm in LA. If y'all want to talk to me and you're in LA, I'll talk to you. So the Bears flew to LA to interview, interview him. Shepard's like, what a baller move. <laughs> Interesting. Like, like, yeah, I'll talk to you, but you're going to come to me. I'm not coming to you. Well, I mean, that, <laughs> that um, shows they're interested. I think another uh, if you if I think another uh, thing that I would say is as big as the Raiders is the Cowboys deciding to hang on to McCarthy. How I don't understand the I've not read any reasoning behind it, but I just don't understand any reasoning behind that yeah. <laughs> at all. There was a funny, there was a Twitter, a troll post on Twitter that I was talking to a brother-in-law about that said that they were extending Dak, and he was like, I'll never watch another Cowboys game again. If they How's he feel about the McCarthy Prescott. thing? You know, I haven't asked about that specifically, but I'm assuming not great. Well, you got your ass beat by your old team. <laughs> beat. Jordan Love just made it rain off. on you. Going off. They're dangerous. Um, I did have a question about this. Do you think King do you think Kingsbury should he go to the Bears? Does that sway uh Caleb Williams to maybe potentially get drafted by the Bears? Since he's came out and said that he will not he's essentially gonna pull Eli Manning. 
if if there was something that was going to sway him towards Chicago, that would be it. But I don't know that I don't know that it would. But if there was something, I mean that that would having Cliff Kingsbury there would probably be it. I was wondering that earlier. I was thinking about it a little bit. Is Kingsbury? He's not. He's not doing. Is he doing something right now? No, I think after he left Arizona, he didn't. He didn't have another job. Uh, he went on hiatus overseas for a few months. Yeah, he he did the Ed Orgeron route. Yeah, just gonna go hang out on a beach somewhere for a little while. You blame the guy? Fuck no. Are you serious? <laughs> I would. I don't think I'd work again if I was him either. I don't think my name would ever be on a headline ever again if I was Cliff Kingsbury. No. I'd be in the in the Bahamas right now. Hell yeah. So uh, I don't know the 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 coaching changes are are shaping up. It's interesting. Apparently, um, Chargers are interviewing uh, Mike Vrabel as well. I don't think it's a bad interview. I don't think it is Mike either. Is a good but coach. I mean, yeah, they were just, talking about it. They were talking about like if Vrabel would take a um, if he would go back to New England as a DC. Why would you though? I don't know. And they were talking. Well, they were talking about it as a bunch of head coaches. Like it's it's. Uh, who are you going back to DC for? Who do you think New England's going to get? They hired Gerard Mayo. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Then definitely not. The answer to that question, if that's the case, would be definitely not. Why would you go back to DC for? for him especially if you're entertaining if you're if you're currently interviewing for a head coaching job in the nfl why would you right. I mean right no i agree i think they're saying if he doesn't get it but i'm like mayo's not just gonna stick around and just if wait he doesn't it out get it do do what we just talked about take a yeah. year off wait till out. next year because you think there ain't gonna be no coaches fired next year right um i did want to bring something else up um there's OCs. I don't want to say OCs. I don't have names. There's one DC, Raheem Morris, who's interviewing for several jobs. Apparently, one name I haven't heard thrown about this year in the off season. Well, not off season yet, but their off season, interviewing for open vacancies. Eric Bieniemy. He could be pretty sought after. He used to be. I think he still will be. I wonder. I'm just curious how much this year at Washington with Ron Rivera hurt him because they were awful. The thing is, is it it's the NFL's different, man. It's one season. I get that. And a lot of these guys, dude, they'll coach. They'll have ten bad seasons before teams don't want to hire them anymore. It's true. It just is a name that's been thrown out in the off in the coaching hiring realm the last three three years specifically hard, and this yeah. year there's nothing. I don't know. There's nothing on paper, but I bet you behind closed doors, it's still a it's still being tossed around. I guarantee it. Yeah. The only thing, the only the only reason that wouldn't be the case is if they've already worked something out, and he's. He's already got something lined up. 
He might. But I don't know. We want to do these picks. What do you think about the uh, – think the Eagles should stick with Sirianni? you think they should move on from him after their late season slide? No, I think you stick with him. Just revamp your OC and D – or specifically your OC again? I don't even think – I don't even – I mean, yeah. Th- th- that is certainly something that should happen, but I don't even think you have to. Um, I think if you can – like I understand that that every season is different, but if you can emulate what you did last year and find the right pieces to fill in the gaps that you need to fill in, you got guys that'll play, man, and you got guys that are bought in. Yeah, you just—I mean—you just need to fill in a couple gaps, and you'll be fine. I don't think that he's—I don't think he's done anything in his position, like this is the thing. And even with the Cowboys, I'll say this, not every team that loses in the first round of the playoffs is because their head coach isn't good. Right. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I mean, is anybody talking? I mean, if that's the case, (laughs) is anybody talking about uh, McDaniel? No. 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 But they lost in the first round. Sure did. They had they had a couple games they shouldn't have lost this year, but nobody's talking about getting rid of McDaniel. So why right. are we you know what I mean? Why are we jumping on Sirianni? I just I don't know. I think both those guys are fine where they're at, and I think all they're missing is a couple a couple of pieces. Um, actually, in Miami, I think Miami is probably better equipped than Philly right now to to shore up what they what they have and <laughs> have a pretty freaking solid season next year. Yeah, Miami was hurt towards the end too. Well, and especially out. with you see the interviews with these guys, the the they're. Miami is one of those places you can't deny. Those dudes are bought in, by, like oh, like a hundred percent. There's mm-hmm. no question of the conversation that's occurring in the Miami locker room. Those dudes are one hundred percent playing in that system for that system for that coach. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, I don't, you know, yeah, it's not the way you wanted the season to end, but. Somebody's got to lose. And you just didn't play what you didn't play the way you needed to play that day. It's a fact. So, um, actually, I know I said something about the picks, but I, I do want to talk about one more thing before we talk about the picks because this is hilarious. Did you see RG3 going off on Jay Gruden on Twitter? So I saw RG3 post, a, I think it was a video, and Jay Gruden said something, but I didn't see anything else. Yeah. Jay Gruden said something about stop playing games, and RG3 was like, oh, I'm not playing games, but if you want to come on my show and talk about it, come on. And so basically, so I watched it and apparently, apparently what happened was Jay Gruden told RG3 to light a fire under the team. So RG3 gets up there in front of the, uh, in front of the media after they lost whatever year that was and 
in 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 like media terms basically dimed out the team was like these guys you know we need to play together like there's guys not doing their job you know stuff like that now mind you jay supposedly jay gruden told him to do this well apparently everybody on this team was upset that rg3 went on tv and dimed them out talking shit yeah so they had a team meeting where i don't remember the specifics but i think he said jay gruden basically gave rg3 the opportunity to apologize to the team so rg3 apologized to the team for what he said and then jay gruden never owned up to being the one who told rg3 to say it in the first place Damn. So, so let me find it because it's hilarious. Now, RG3, <laughs> you know, I've never been a RG3 fan. Um, right. It's just, I, there's nothing personal against the guy. I'm just, just never have. But this tweet is freaking hilarious. Um, let me find <laughs> it. It is so funny. Let me find it. So. <sighs> Here we go. Um, oh, wait, that's not it. Hold on. Because he basically, so Jay Gruden basically was like, you know, quit quit getting on the internet talking shit. Quit, you know, you're playing these games. RG3's like, no games being played here, buddy. Um. So first of all, Jay Gruden tweeted and said, "If I ever put a QB through what Philly is putting Jalen through, I apologize. Pick up a blitz." And RG three said, "Say what? Like, <laughs> like, are you serious?" And he's got a picture of him like lowering his glasses. Like, right. are you are you for real right now? Um. And then it's been going back and forth. It's so funny. Uh, let me find the good one, though. There's there's one that's really good. Um, so he also said that... RG3 also said Jay Gruden has zero integrity and no balls. Damn! Um, which is... It looks like the one. So, okay. So, so after RG3 said, say what? Jay Gruden said, you weren't prepared, Robert. And he said, you told me you didn't know how to coach a QB who could throw and run like me. So it looks like you weren't prepared, Jay. John Gr or Jay Gruden said, you're right. We didn't have a good enough staff. Sorry. Hope all is well with you. Uh, then there's a note. Sean McVay was the OC that year. Um, and so RG3 gets on there and says, um, that, so he told a story on his podcast about Gruden sending Griffin to a press conference with the instruction to challenge the players around him to play better. After Griffin was criticized for calling out teammates, Gruden allegedly didn't have Griffin's back. Instead, Gruden flipped it around on the team meeting room and burned me in front of my teammates, quote, Gruden said, you really want to play this game? Griff, this is the one. Griffin said, 
I'm not playing any games. I'm retired. You have a free invite to come on the show and discuss face to face. I know where all your bodies are buried, Jay. <laughs> Was there a response? Uh, Gruden said, you weren't good enough. Kirk was better. Cleveland didn't want you. Baltimore either. Quit blaming me. Damn. And then he, and then he, and then he deleted, and then he, Jay Gruden deleted that tweet. Uh, and then he said, he told RG3 to go race a pigeon. Golly. Put a couple keyboard warriors here. Bro, I'm taking RG3 side 100%. There ain't nobody in the Gruden family I respect. I mean, fuck a podcast. Let's put him in a ring and let him go. Shit. He said, I know where all your bodies are buried, Jay. Right? <laughs> God dang. <laughs> yeah. Mike Dude, I've been following. It's, it's so funny. I've been watching them two go at it for the last couple of days on Twitter. It's hilarious. Good night. Anyway. Um... Let's do these picks, bro. Call them out, buddy. Ravens, Texans. Where is it, Baltimore? Yeah. Taking the birds. Texans. You podunk son of a bitch. All right. Niners pack in San Fran. Niners. Yeah, same. For the next game, I wanna I wanna have a caveat here. Uh, Tampa Bay, Detroit. Before you pick, would you like to remind us what your preseason yeah. predictions about yeah. Baker Mayfield were? Baker Mayfield, bottom four quarterback in the league. Would you like to use this this short time to to? Rescind anything you've said. Listen, or, asshole. Or maybe give Baker Mayfield some props. Or I've already you know. If you go back and play the tape, I know I was coughing, but I apologized for it last week. Okay, he hadn't won a playoff game yet when you apologized for it last week. So that's fine. You know, Detroit. Detroit. Dan Campbell. The, the the shitty part about this game is I want both of these teams to advance. <laughs> I wish this was the NFC title game. Yeah. Because I don't want to pick against Baker, but I got to go with Detroit. Chicken shit. Got it. Chiefs Bills, buddy, in Buffalo. Mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Chiefs. Gotta go with the Bills, bro. They had a uh, shoveling party again today. They need to. They need to have $20 one every day. an hour. Bring your own shovel. They were lined up. Lined up. 
I mean, I'd do it for 20 bucks an hour. Just so we're, so we're on the same page. Um, our Super Bowl teams are still in play after those picks. Who's the Super Bowl picks that we had? I got Kansas City, San Francisco. You have Detroit, Baltimore. God, that would be such a good Super Bowl. It, it would be. It <laughs> <That would be laughs> so would be. If Detroit, <clears throat> if they won their first playoff game in like 30-something years and made the Super Bowl in the same year, Shh. even if they didn't win it. Dan Campbell like, a legend forever. 150%, dude. That would be, oh my God. That'd be such a good Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, I'm good on that unless you got anything else. That's all I got. All right, let's spend the next hour talking about NBA. Uh, I'll go ahead and mute myself. That was... (laughs) That was... Um... The you only talk about football. your Razor Hogs winning a winning a well. Hold on, the only, we're gonna talk about college football real quick. So there's only there's only a couple little things, but um, Washington has a new coach and good Washington. I already see that the guy from Arizona, I think, um, and Alabama is losing players left and right, buddy. Yeah, they're they'll get. I mean, they're gonna get guys back, obviously, but right, but. As of right now, I think one of their corners committed to Ohio State today. You know who else got hired at Ohio State today? No. Bill O'Brien. Oh, yeah. No, I did see that. <laughs> I'm happy for you, bud. Good yeah. on you, Ryan Day. Yeah. You I'm sure that idiot. Ohio State is going to be just fantastic for that. Oh, that's fa- I love it. Really excited to see that, see that play out next year. Um, yeah, outside of the Alabama transfers, uh, I don't really have anything else college. Um, I did have a question. Okay. So this Alabama freshman, uh, quarterback recruit that I guess signed a letter of intent. He's second highest rated over offensive player in the class of 2024. So obviously this coming fall, he would be a freshman. It says he's going to enter the transfer portal. Does he have to enter the portal? Can he just get a? Can he just? Can the school just release him from the letter of intent? Or does it matter? Is it is it the same? Essentially, the same thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm sure it has something to do with what date everything. Well, I wonder. I wonder if it doesn't have to. Do, I wonder if he's enrolled this semester. Right. If he's enrolled, I, guess, I would assume he has to I guess to if he's enrolled, he would have, I would guess he would have to transfer. But if he's not, I'm just curious. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't he's, specify. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I guess it doesn't It doesn't specify he's enrolled. It says he's expected to enroll in a new school to take part in spring practice. So I guess he is enrolled. So that would that would that that makes more sense now. My question is void. Disregard. Um. They lost their star safety to Ohio State. You mentioned that. A receiver that went to Texas. I don't remember that cat's name. Um, but he did commit after the weekend visit that he had. 
Um, um, oh, the other th- another thing I, f- I forgot about this. There's one other thing I wanted. To- Did you see this? The tight end from Miami. Ninth year of eligibility. Yeah. Motherfucker's <laughs> going to be 32 years old. <laughs> playing college fucking football. Get the hell imagine out of here. Being the, imagine being the linebacker that's got a lineup on the other side of that dude. That's, well, you I mean, get, you I mean, grown ass man lining up across from you. But why? Like, what is the? I didn't. I haven't. I didn't read it. What's the so reason behind four it? Four injury seasons plus a COVID year plus a red shirt. Just stop playing fucking football. This dude had injury season-ending injuries 2018, 19, been, 20, and twenty one. There's no fucking way he's got to be. There's no way he's taking in classes. Like you, you graduated like five times. Oh, we were talking about like like this dude's got this dude better have six degrees by the time he leaves. Better be a fucking lawyer or a doctor by the time he leaves. Yeah, been playing college football for nine years. That's stupid. <clears throat> so, yeah, um, college basketball. Floor is yours, sir. Razorbacks won by one point. Yeah. So, up how many? Oh, the so I was on an airplane, but when I checked the first time I checked, they were up like thirty-four to nineteen. Uh, and then next time I checked, they were up by like one. And then I didn't get to check again until the game was over, and I saw the Tremont Mark. Uh, 1.1 seconds left in the game floater to put them up by one that ultimately won them the game. Um, I'll put it to you this way. It doesn't give me... It's not a win that I'm like super excited about. Yeah. But they needed it. I'd like to point out that Caleb Battle, who is the second leading scorer on the team, did not play. He was dressed out. He is not injured, but he did not play. Uh, and the reason for that, when asked about it, was uh, some generic coach response about, you know, I go into every game and I don't know who the rotation is going to be. You guys don't know who the rotation is going to be. The other team doesn't know who the rotation is going to be. <laughs> It's just going to be whoever whoever we need. And we didn't need him that day. So, Did Pinion have any minutes in that game? I don't know. Uh, I can look it up, but I don't know. Um, I understand where I understand where Musselman's coming from on that. Like, I don't necessarily know who I'm going to put in, but... Here's the other thing, though. So, just has nothing to do with win or lose. It's just interesting uh, stats. Um, Wade Taylor, the fourth, scored the seventh most points by a single player against Arkansas ever. He had, I think, 41. Shit. Um, Tremont Mark had 35. Yeah, somebody made off. the Somebody made the joke that the next time and him in Arkansas play, it should just be a 40-minute one-on-one between Wade Taylor and Tremont Mark. Whoever wins, that that team wins the game. It might be more entertaining to watch. That probably would be. <laughs> um, just a little half-court. Yeah. 
yeah, Wade Taylor, 13 baskets, three uh, or five threes for 41 points. Um, L. Ellis had 15. Uh, I'm not seeing anything. Jeremiah Davenport had some points and some minutes. I'm not seeing anything about Pinion, though. Uh, then again, I don't have the box score pulled up. Uh, Pinion did not play. So, Davenport, right, Minifield, yeah. Mitchell, and Graham all played. Uh, starting five was Devo, Mark, L. Ellis, Chandler Lawson, and Trevon Brazil. So, we finished the game with nine blocks, though. Uh, it's it's interesting. We finished the game with nine blocks, but a and only had two turnovers on the game, which also a fun stat is the fewest turnovers in a conference game by us or that, that we've allowed is the fewest turnovers that we've forced in a conference game ever, I think as well. Gotcha. Um, <coughs> yeah, they needed it, but um, it doesn't necessarily, that, that win is not very convincing. It doesn't really give me any high hopes going forward, but we'll see. They may turn it around. They got South Carolina tomorrow. Well, they can't so. go zero and five in the month of January anymore. It is physically impossible. You are correct. Um, it was up in the air there for a little bit, but but they've secured at least one win in January. So, um, I want to point out that Dalton Connect, or Connect. I don't know how to say his last name. Dalton. Connect. Um, this freak of nature. That dropped like 76 points in back-to-back. Like, he dropped 35 in one game, and then... He put 39 up against Florida. Yeah, something like that. It was something stupid. It said something like he's the... He might be the first who's ever had that many points in back-to-back, like, in two games, in a two-game stretch in the SEC. Yeah. The kid's a freaking beast. Yeah, he put up 36 on Saturday against Georgia at Georgia, and then put up 39 at home against Florida. Yeah, not looking forward to playing those guys. He's a 6'6", 204-pound guard. <laughs> hey, big boy. Yeah, that dude. I watched a little bit of that floor game. He, can get a, he, can, he gets up and down the floor. Yeah, that dude's going to run all over us. And he's, I'm, he's a getter. I'm here for it. It happens. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I did watch caveat watched uh euler play last night and uh didn't realize that both kk robinson and mikhail mitchell play for the euler trojans really yes did they win they 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 did okay they who, did. who they play oh uh oh they played uh southern indiana i think yeah, Southern so Indiana. So how's, how's Mitchell do against that that talent? Mitchell doesn't get as much as many minutes as you might think. Yeah. K.K. Robinson, Robinson had a good game, though. Um, yeah. UCA also won last night. We watched UCA beat Lipscomb. They have a losing record. They beat Lipscomb to go like 3-1 and one in conference. Euler has a losing record, and they beat Southern Indiana to go 3-3 three and three in conference. And Arkansas beat A and M. So all three Arkansas teams in the last three days are. Don't forget about A State, bud. Yeah, no one cares about them. Okay. 
You're not an Arkansas team. Everyone knows UCA and Euler are are the <laughs> second and third biggest schools in the state. Okay, ASU doesn't. They're practically a community college. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, and I don't even want to look at what Pine Bluff did because I'm assuming it's bad. So I forgot about them. Even what even thinking about them? Yeah. Well, there's a reason for that. Uh, I was trying to look up, um, not because, you know, I'm spiteful or anything, but I was trying to look up what Michigan State's done. Uh, I've got it pulled up. So they lost to, they were on a four game or five game. They were on a four game pre-break, right? Okay. I think it was pre-break. They might have been a five-game. I think they might have played Penn State before before the new year. I think they were five on a five-game win streak to go into the new year. They're two and two. They lost at Northwestern and at Illinois, and most recently beat Rutgers at home, at Michigan State, and then Minnesota at home. I mean, in fairness, Illinois absolutely should beat them. Uh, they only won by three. Yeah, the other teams, I wouldn't say are. Are great. They're they three are, and four in conference, so they're eleven still and seven overall, the seventh in the Big Ten. Still have a losing record in conference, which makes me happy. So fuck you, Michigan State. Yeah. Uh, who do they have next? They got Kansas, Maryland next. They should. I hope Maryland should be. They have Maryland and then at Wisconsin. They should lose both those games. So hell yeah. Sorry, tell me what Kansas did. Beat the brakes off Oklahoma State. Oh, I watched that game. Yeah, nothing to talk about. Yeah, I I watched that game. It was a it was a good one. Yeah, Oklahoma State looked uh, lost. Oklahoma State's terrible. Terrible. I haven't I haven't watched enough of them to know one way or the other. But they certainly eight nine zero and four in the Big Twelve. Yeah, they're zero and four in the league. Yeah, so okay that. That works, you know. Yeah, they're bad, bad. K-State beat Baylor in overtime. Yeah, watched that game too. Uh, I think I texted you about that game when it was on. Um, did you Man. see the Did you see the the three point shot that K-State hit to to go ahead? Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> it was a pretty salty in shot. In overtime, though. in overtime or in regular? In no, in, in 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 overtime. Yeah. I mean, yeah, game highlights and watch off balance yeah. contested. Yeah, it was it was. The was three nice plus the foul that one. Yeah, let's take a look. Is it the one with like <laughs> two seconds left? You like it? When they show it up close. Oh, no. Are you watching the one with like... This one, there's 20 seconds left. And yeah, that's not that's not the one I'm talking that's, about. That's not it? No. Oh, well. I ain't worried about it. 
Anyway, uh, solid game from your second favorite team. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know that I own any purple. I can't say that I own any purple. So no, they're not even. I own one purple shirt, and it is a Phoenix Suns t-shirt. Yeah. I don't so. Uh, UConn beat the hell out of Creighton on Wednesday. Yeah, that's Houston good. Continues to roll. Looking for any upsets this week? No, oh, LSU beat Ole Miss. Ole Miss is now two and two in conference play. Good. Chris Beard will probably beat somebody's ass about it. Yeah, Chris Beard probably teed off on one of his one of his dudes. There's a Ole Miss player trying to get a restraining order right now. Thursday, South Florida beat Memphis by one. There was nothing to that Wisconsin. Indiana. So, did you see the um, Nate Oates issue? Yeah, pushing that player out the out the way. There's a lot of bad takes about that on Twitter. I want your opinion. I don't like it. Keep your hands off of them. Dude. That's what the rest are for. The ref was right there. It's explicitly in the NCAA rule book. You are not allowed to put your hands on an opposing player. Yeah. He should have been. I don't care what he did. Up. I don't care what he did. You know what he's doing. He's over just mouthing. He's just talking. No, 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 no. I understand, but what I'm saying is, I don't care. I don't care if it was worse than that. I don't care what he did. You don't put your you don't put your hands on an opposing player. I get that. I get where you're coming from. Here, and if and I if guess he was my caveat to that. And if Musselman did it, I'd say the exact same thing. <laughs> How do you feel about it? If it was, I mean, I don't think we've ever seen this in college ball. But if you had a guy just go up there and just start, I'm talking just throwing fucking haymakers. And the coach just goes there and, and grabs him from behind just to get him, not restrain him, not like stop him from, I don't want to word this. He doesn't like restrain his arm. He just grabs him and moves him from the situation. And then as soon as he's clear of it or his team has control of him and the refs have control of him, hands off, you're done. What's your, how do you feel about that? Uh, okay, so this is probably not the answer you want, but this is... I personally, I'm okay with it. And the only reason is because when you're talking about physical violence, there's a different uh, standard as far as I'm concerned. Um, That being said, I would not be upset if the NCAA, like it wouldn't, I don't necessarily think it's what should happen, but I wouldn't be upset if the NCAA still penalized that coach because it is still against the rules. And the rules are there for a reason. I I mean, if, no, I'm if, on the same boat. Like I don't think I'm the they would do anything if, in that scenario, but I don't think they would. But I wouldn't be upset I'm, if they did because it's still right. it's still in the rule book. You still violated the rules. But I'm not mad at you doing. I'm not mad at you doing that. Right. The so problem that, is the, is the, the NATO situation, situation was a guy on the opposing team trying to be a, a a jackass and get in their huddle or 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 go over there and run his mouth to these guys while they're in their huddle. And NATO decides that it's his, it's his prerogative to shove that kid. And I love the, the Alabama defense league on Twitter. That's just 
don't don't get in the huddle and stuff like that wouldn't happen. Don't run your mouth and stuff like that wouldn't okay, happen. Okay, you buddy. Like who this are you? A, You're not a this is perennial this is a grown pattern. this is a grown ass man shoving a kid playing a game for what? Yeah. For running his mouth? So you're so so you're telling me that your ego is that weak that you can't that, that some kid running is you gotta put hands on a on a kid because he's running his mouth? No. Has anything came from has anything been said about it since it happened? He was penalized. I don't know what the penalty was, but the NCAA uh, did something to him. Here's my thing though. After all the stuff that happened last year and the stuff we talked about earlier this year about the kid getting benched or whatever, um, or the kid getting suspended or whatever happened to him. Um, it's really funny how indicative uh, the attitudes of the players are when you look at the attitude of their coach. Right. When you have a piece of shit coach, you produce piece of shit players. Yeah. And it's really starting to show out there. It was funny. I will say there are there is a small group of guys on Twitter that are hilarious, and their response to the video of Nate Oates shoving a kid on the basketball court was, Nate Oates was just there. He was wrong place, wrong time. Oh, fuck off. No, 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 no. That's what, remember, that's what he, that's Nate Oates' excuse for Brandon Miller. That's why it's uh, funny. Because that oh, was yeah, the excuse that Nate Oates, yeah, these dudes are, <coughs> listen, anyone who commented that Nate Oates was wrong place, wrong time when he shoved that kid, I owe you a beer. I will buy you a beer. Just email me, because that's hilarious, and I love it. So I'm not seeing where he was reprimanded by the NCAA. Greg Sankey issued a... Or maybe the SEC. Public reprimand. For That's making probably what it was. Sankey said, Nate Oates' actions were unacceptable and violated the expectations for conduct and sportsmanship as established by the membership of the Southeastern Conference. Under no circumstances should a coach make intentional contact with a student-athlete on an opposing team. End quote. That was his yeah. punishment. Good. Good. You're a piece of shit. Don't put your hands on kids. He's lucky he didn't get, like, just, I mean, had that been in a different area of the court, in a different scenario, I don't know what, I don't know where, I didn't watch the game. So I don't know how tight it was or how much time was left, but had that been in a different area of the court, he's lucky he didn't get just, I mean. You know, I, I want to say that him and Jawan Howard should hang out, but at least when Jawan Howard got physical with somebody, it was another adult. <laughs> Like, right. I mean, granted, Juwan Howard slapped the shit out of another coach, but you know, <laughs> put old Will Smith on him. Keep my yeah. name out your motherfucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Nate Oates is a piece of shit. Alabama's a piece of shit. So I'm glad you're a hero. Your your Lord and Savior retired. Hope you suck forever. Hell yeah. Anyway. I got anything else in college basketball unless you got something. I mean, conference. Your second conference? favorite coach won his uh, reaches four hundredth victory. In case you were interested, he my second favorite coach. Oh, sorry, first favorite. Sorry, your 
you're <laughs> still wrong. <laughs> oh, sorry. Nobody just making assumptions, I guess. <laughs> um, I mean, you live like an hour and a half from the guy. Like, you can't be. Oh, I don't think it's that far. Actually, I'm almost certain it's not that far. How many times have you driven by his house since you lived out there? Only every day, not that often. <laughs> I've left him a couple love letters on his doorstep. He hadn't responded. I don't think he's gotten them. <laughs> They've been coming. His wife's like, who in the fuck is this? <laughs> um, so, I guess, I guess the only thing left to talk about is baseball uh professional and college. Yeah. But before we move on i want to i want to take this um break in the riveting hard-hitting uh reporting that we do here to really let someone know you know how little we appreciate them and how much we really uh, oh, we talking about the guy who doesn't respond to text messages. Yeah, how much we despise yeah. their 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 social interactions. Just um, straight up ghosting. So, as you know, Dustin has ghosted us for like four weeks in a row now, three weeks, something like that. I hate that guy. And I, new truck, and we're all high and high and mighty. Yeah, you just think you're better than everybody. Think you're too good to hang out with your buddies on a Friday night and talk about mm. sports. How much your teams suck, you know. What I think what happened. That's is what's Cowboys, scaring him away. The Cowboys, the Cowboys suck, lost. The Razorbacks suck. He just he's yeah. done with it. He just yeah. He doesn't want to face the music, and that's okay. I don't well, want it's my not. friends. It's not okay. I don't want my friends to make fun of me. Yeah, um, but we're going to anyway. This is the same guy who was who was pining for Bill Belichick in the in the text thread the other day. So you know, that's a fact. Um. You can't anyway, be a selective to... responder. You no. can't be a selective participant in a group in a group text. Like you're either no. there or you're. Do you want to be kicked out? Just say you want to be kicked out. Yeah, if you don't want to be part of the the squad, bro, we'll just yeah, just yeah. Give us your membership card back, and and we'll give it to someone who cares. Yeah. yeah. What was his excuse tonight? Watching a movie with his family. Okay. No, Dude. not his family. Not his family. His son. Okay, let me let me explain. You know, I told your, my... son, your son is still going to be there when when this is over. Okay, your son will still be there. All right. In fact, I think you have. You know what I told a, my quite a few year years tonight, left with with the with the kid. He came out to eat and he coughed and I said, "Go back to your hole, boy. <laughs> back to the dungeon. Don't come back out here. <laughs> you better not be using electricity in there either. Well, you can use electricity." But <laughs> don't infect the rest of us with your stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, if you took care of your kids, maybe they wouldn't get sick. Damn. He got sick while he was not under my care. Okay. Well, he got you don't sick. know that. Are you no, I do know that. Are you a doctor? I don't need to be. He was gone for three fucking days and came back with the damn flu. I think the Grizzlies game was too much for him his his immune system just couldn't handle he uh i will say this he went to his first nba game he beat me to it i've not been to one he went to the grizzlies uh 
Warriors game on Monday in Memphis. And they were, let me see if I can find a picture. They made ESPN. Nice. They were in a background photo of ESPN. I think they were. So you got that, you got the floor level seats. Mm -hmm. I think they were second row in the, the risers, if you will. Damn. So they were like seven or eight on the floor. I've been to FedEx a few times and we've always sat in the upper level. So. He took this video from where he was sitting. Oh yeah, they're real close. Yeah. You and I made ESPN fun. once. Did we? At the Royals game. Oh yeah, we did. We did. We did. Yeah, we did. Sure did. Yeah. No, that was, was cool for him. Yeah, good. I'm glad he got to go to a NBA game. They're fun. I mean, you know. I'd like to go. It's just like, like I mean, I get Memphis isn't that far, but it's not something and, I want to and go. Like I don't want to go. Honestly, and stay in the tickets, Memphis. the ticket NBA tickets are not that expensive either. Yeah. No, they weren't expensive at all. Um, like when I was, his seats were uh, a little bit fucking higher than what I'd pay. Favorite player's jersey has not shipped yet. By the way, getting down to almost nut cutting time for that one, buddy. So, still waiting on that, but as soon as it comes in, I will. Because we are, I will let you know. It's supposed to ship by Monday. Well, it ships by Monday. Your scores will be good. I think. I think you're muted. What? You were muted. Whatever you just said, you were muted. Am I still muted? No, you're good now. Oh. If it ships by Monday, we're good. If it pushes past Monday, you might be cutting it close. Okay. Well, I mean, if you don't, if, if it doesn't show up in time, it doesn't show up in time. It is what it is. Um, but also, if it doesn't show up in time, we'll have to come up with an alternative area to wear it. Where you it just, won't be no, shot and or killed. You just need a, a white t-shirt and you just write Rock Riggio on the back. In orange I'm not marker. Doing that. No, I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah, and then get him to sign that. And then tell, tell him, you what, I, I tell him if it I doesn't come so in, in time, but I would never buy your jersey. So I just made one on my own with expo no. marker. No, what we'll do is if it doesn't come in, we'll get a white t shirt and Sharpie pinstripes on it with his number and not his name and make him sign where the name is supposed to be. Oh, that's not a bad idea, right? No. That's not a bad idea. Uh, but the pinstripes are like shittily drawn on, so they're like not straight. Oh yeah, like in yeah, hundred percent, almost yeah. like a diagonal. You just muted yourself again. I'm not you muted need to, myself. You are. You need to move your mute button. I'm my mouse is in the middle of the screen. I'm just telling you, you have you have a mute button clearly because you were in the middle of talking. All right, whatever. Well, you can say whatever you want. It's just it's just the facts, bud. Just the Are we done shit talking, Di? Yeah. So MLB, uh, the only, the only big big news I think is Josh Hader, Hader. right? Five years. Five years. Years. Astros. The fucking Astros. God. Hate it for him. Hate it for him. I hope he sucks. I really do. I like Josh I Hader, but I'm not going to say sucks. that loud. But I hope bad things about that. Yeah, it'd be a shame if you know he were to need Tommy John. Damn, I wasn't going to say it. 
hey, that doesn't necessarily mean that he got hurt. He might just need the surgery. Previous to signing the contract. Right. They just yeah. didn't know yet. Yeah. Like, like, like he, like, bumped something on the airplane on the way to Houston or something, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Like the asphalt when the wing falls off. I don't know. Yeah. Just yeah, just loud. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. This is the conversation I really wanted to get to. Um, college baseball. So, so D one news. I hadn't. Uh, I hadn't seen anything. So you have to. You have to fill me in. Well, I don't know if it's big news. Big news, but it's certainly good news for us. So D one has put out their projected lineup and rotation um, stuff for this year. Um, and our lineup looks interesting. So we are in, so I think we talked about it. We're number one or number two in um, perfect games preseason top 25. We're number three in D1's preseason top 25. Um Obviously, preseason doesn't mean a lot, but to listen to the guys at D1 talk about us, uh, we have starting rotation and bullpen, the best, if not one of the best, uh, behind maybe Wake Forest uh, pitching staffs in college baseball. Hell yeah. So our projected three-day is Hagen Smith, Brady Tiger, Mason Molina. They're all three juniors. Uh Ben Baby, Ben Baby, Ben Bybee is our <laughs> midweek starter who is touching 97-98 right now. Yeah. Uh midweek guy. <laughs> touching 97-98. We have two bullpen guys who are hitting 98. We have four lefty freshmen who are apparently stupidly good uh we still have will mcintyre in the bullpen and we have lights out closer from last year gage wood i love that guy who is a sophomore closing uh we have a ridiculous pitching staff uh it is like i said a lot of people are saying it's the best the people who aren't saying that are saying it's one of the best um High hopes from the Arkansas pitching staff this year. I don't really want to spend too much time on them though, because they're they're supposed to be good. Hopefully they are. It's about all I can say about that. Um, the projected lineup. So they have Hudson White, the kid from Texas Tech, starting at catcher. Projected. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, uh, the freshman we have, Ryder Helfrick, has the potential to replace Hudson White as the starting catcher at some point in the season. As a freshman, he is that good, has the bat, and has the defense. Hudson White apparently has the bat, but his defense struggles a little bit. Um, Parker Rowland, as we all know from last season, uh, is somewhat inconsistent at the plate. While he is decent, you know, he is decent uh, working with the pitchers. He's somewhat inconsistent, you know, at the plate, and – 
I think Hudson White has a better bat, and Ryder Helfrick has a better bat and game control, game command. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't think Parker Rowland will be uh, starting at any point, barring you know injuries or midweeks. Um, so the projected lineup looks like this. Hudson White at catcher. Uh, Jack Wagner, the Tarleton State uh, transfer as a senior uh, at first base. Stovall at second. Holt at third. Uh, the Sac State transfer, Wahiwa Aloy at short. Then you've got Jason Jones in left. The Missouri transfer, Ty Wilmsmeyer in center. Kendall Diggs in right. And the two-way, Ben McLaughlin, DHing. Who'd you have in center? Uh, Ty Wilmsmeyer, the Missouri okay. transfer. So the first thing I want to talk about is Wahiwa Aloy, the shortstop, Sac State transfer. Apparently the kid is a stud. He's a fucking stud. Uh, he is not a stud at defense. Okay. His batting average, or his slash line last year, um, two, 261 plate appearances. 376. Hey, hang, can I mute? Can I pause you for a minute? Where are you getting these at? I want, I want to look at it. This is D1 well. Baseball's website. Here, I'll just send you the link. I've got send it pulled up link. right now. Um, this is D1 Baseball's uh, uh, Arkansas preview. It's in the Discord chat. Uh, yeah. So, Wahiwa well, Aloy's uh, slash line from last season at Sac State as a freshman 376, 427. 662. Um, that's 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 an OPS over a thousand. Yeah, that's stupid. That's an OPS of of almost eleven hundred. Frankly, um, <laughs> two sixty one plate appearances, fifteen doubles, fourteen homers, forty six RBI, uh, with a fifteen walk to forty four strikeout ratio. Not great, but he had two steals. Um, you know that tells big, me the boy's it, a bat. He's got a big bat. bat. He's got a big bat. I'm with, the problem, just swing the motherfucker. The problem with Mister Wahiwell Loy is that he finished last season with a 9.28 fielding percentage, and I believe 14 errors. Mm. It is his defense is. Sketch. Not sus. It's just no. It's not sketch. His defense is bad. His defense is is not good. It is bad. Um, he was a freshman. Yeah. Something tells me his defense is going to improve this year. Hopefully that is I the hope case so. because that is so. <laughs> a nine twenty eight fielding percentage is about as bad as it gets. Um, the other thing that I want to. Um, that I want to point out, uh, the center field 17 errors, by the way, 17. Okay. I knew it was something along those lines. Um, the other thing I want to point out is Ty Wilmsmeyer, Missouri transfer projected starting center fielder. He is a senior. His slash line last year, 311, 380, It's a respectable slash line. 21 steals. Yeah, I saw boy, that. I saw that the boy is People, fast. Yeah. The boy is fast. <laughs> the boy is quick. For reference, nobody else in our projected starting lineup has more than seven. Yeah. 
and the kid with seven is also a transfer. Right. Um, so a lot of big bats in this lineup, though. Um, just going down the line, uh, Hudson White, 294 average. Jack Wagner, 337. Stovall, 250. Uh, Holt, 392. Aloy, 376. Jason Jones only had 62 plate appearances, so it's a little bit skewed, but 196. But he walked a lot. He had a 403 uh, on base. Uh, Wilmsmeyer batted 311. Diggs batted 297. And McLaughlin, also with a smaller sample size, batted 346. Um, we got some... We got some dudes I don't, on offense. I tell you what, I don't hate. I don't hate the projected lineup. I don't hate it. I'm real curious to see. Well, I know Jason uh, Jones is your boy, and him starting even in left field. I know you you like him at third, but even in left, uh, the kids. Start. I like him at third, but I tell you what, I'm an I'm an outfield guy. Like I'm an outfield guy. Um, I was an outfielder when I played. I get it's twelve year old, thirteen year old baseball, but I like. I coach the outfield. Like the outfield's my those are my people. So I don't hate that he's in the outfield. I don't, yeah. I'm glad he's on the field. I'm glad he's yeah, projected to start. The thing is, is like I said, the, I think the, he's the, gonna be damn, damn good. The one ninety six average is is misleading because he only like I said, he only has sixty two plate appearances and he only played in, in midweeks and in Arlington, I think, outside of injuries. So well, he had 62 plate appearances and six home runs. So, I mean, he, he's got a big yeah, fucking bat well, when he gets it. And he, and he also had 14 walks to 15 strikeouts. Right. So, I mean, it, damn near one-to-one ratio. I mean, yeah, he sees the ball that's, well. That's better than just about everyone else on this team. <laughs> uh, except, <laughs> except, except Kendall Diggs. Kendall Diggs is the only other player. You uh, talk about guy any... that sees the fucking ball. Kendall Diggs sees the fucking ball. Yeah. I'm convinced he can he can can count the fucking rotations on the ball as it's coming in. Yeah, the dude, thing the kid moves is... in slow motion for him. And the thing is, is he's a junior this year. This is this will be his third year in the lineup. So you talk about experience in SEC baseball. I mean, Kendall Diggs has it. I predict that he's gonna have a huge, huge. To be year. fair, it's also Peyton Stovall's third year in the lineup as well. So yeah, Stovall. Stovall had a little bit um, had a little bit of a down year last year with a two fifty <coughs> average, but I think he was also injured. Um, I don't know shit I think that, about Jack Wagner, but I really liked Peyton Stovall at first base. Well, I'll say this because this is the most important stat. Okay, Jack Wagner has to be good because Jared Wagner was good last year, and they have the same initials. So <laughs> that's the only stat you need to know. Right. I mean, that's just all there is to it. But but Jay Wag was in left field, buddy, not first base. Doesn't matter. Jay Wag <laughs> is still going to be a stud. So, um, I hope also he, a I senior. Mean, also, both senior transfers. So, you know, they have so much in common. Really, they're basically the same person. They just play a different position. <coughs> so, um, I think we're. I think we're. We're. Just you want to say it? Just go there. You no, just like it. It, it, the thing is, is dude, we in the last twenty years we've missed regionals one time, so we are primed to host a regional. We are primed to play for, if not win, 
the SEC regular season title. And we are primed to make a deep run in the postseason. Um, yeah, pitching staff is fucking disgusting. The pitching staff is, is absolutely filthy. It's absolutely filthy. Um, now, granted, <laughs> Wake Forest pitching staff is also absolutely filthy. Um, well, we don't play Wake Forest until the postseason, so... Right, but if we're talking about teams that have a better shot at winning at all than we do, Wake Forest would be up there. Fun fact, um, TCU is going to be, or is supposed to be, they're supposed to be pretty good. TCU is supposed to be a force to be reckoned with this year, and I am not looking forward. Um, I just hope that when the postseason rolls around, they get knocked. They have to play someone else, and they get knocked out by whoever they have to play because I do not want to play TCU. How do I get the again. same page that I'm on for Arkansas as I for TCU? Just out of curiosity. Uh, if you go up to the top and you click on teams, mm-hmm. should, there's a little drop down bar. You should Conferences. be able to click on. Yeah, you should be able to click on. Uh, you should be able to click on that drop down bar. And either search or so I get I, it takes me to their schedule, but where do I go from there? Uh, I don't know. Breakdown, I, season yes. preview breakdown. That's what yeah, season there. preview. Yeah. I gotta subscribe now. I don't want to subscribe now. Oh, well. Give it about. Two more weeks and we'll be subscribing, buddy. Well, all right, Dan. But yeah, so do you want to do you want to do the Kansas breakdown, the Kansas baseball breakdown? Well, it's probably subscribe. So, fun fact: I haven't gone in depth on KU, but they got a couple decent transfers and they're supposed to be not bad. Now the big 12 is obviously a freaking gauntlet. Um, but they're not, they're, they're supposed to have a, a decent baseball team this year. There is no preview of the Kansas baseball team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause they're, cause they're oh, yeah. not in the top. I think they only do previews for like the top 25. That's fair. Maybe not even the top 25, maybe the top 10. But either way, they have a decent um, team. They got some good transfers in. So they're not playing. Subscribe I now. Subscribe sincerely now. doubt that they're going to make any noise in the Big 12, but they can certainly they can certainly mess up a couple weekends for, for some people. So it, the, the article that I can't get to, which they're tagged in, which I, so I assume they're in this number, is the – 23-24 top transfer classes, 6 through 10. Yeah, yeah they had I a... I assume they a, they're in the 6 through 10. I just can't read it. Yeah, they had a really good transfer class. Um, How much does this shit cost? I don't have my wallet. So their transfer class is ranked number 9 by D1 Baseball. That's better than they've had... That's a better class than they've had ever in any area. So, for reference, Arkansas's transfer class sits at number six, but Arkansas's 
freshman recruiting class is number one. Yeah. They landed D1 Baseball's number one freshman recruiting class. I mean, we know how uh, fucking Van Horn will do it. He'll, especially the first series of the year, he'll throw people out there and. Well, I say I'm. I'm glad that we have a four game against James Madison before the tournament in Arlington. Yeah. Because in the past few years, the, the Arlington, Arlington tournament first, has been, it? has been our first games of the season and you're playing yeah. top 10 teams for three days straight. Yeah. Um, and you're playing three different top 10 teams for three days straight. Now this year we get one top 10 team and another top 25 team. Um, and and Michigan, so uh, get a little bit more. Get a yeah. Well, they're terrible. We get a little right. bit more, um, a little bit more variety in at Arlington this year. But the James Madison, the four game against James Madison, will give them time to kind of work out, see what, see what, uh, see what they like. You know. Yeah. Let me. My only concern. I, I say concern. My only question mark with this projected lineup is and don't get me wrong saying this is just Peyton Holt's height at third base. I get he's super athletic. He makes stupid plays. His height is my only question mark at that position. I just like I like taller I like taller edges if I can. And so, I get that Stovall wasn't is not super tall and I just said I like him on first base. I like his mobility on first base. I, just, I, I, my only question mark is Holt's height over there at the corner. So here's the the only problem is you have to put Holt in the lineup. Oh, absolutely, you do. He's yeah, 100%. and regardless of his height, he is a better third baseman than Ben McLaughlin, who's DHing. Right. Um. He's because better than Jason Judge just because his his quickness is what gets right. Him. That's his what I'm saying. Especially regardless him. of his size, is because of his ability to make those plays, right? Without I, having I agree to be, with that. you know, six foot three, you know, yeah, no. Um, so, I think even though you'd wish he was a little bit taller, you wish he was a baller. You wish he had a girl who looked good. He would call her, you know. <laughs> that motherfucker don't. He needs some help, buddy. <laughs> um, even though you know you want that to be the case, I guarantee he will still be a stud at third base. Oh, I hopes are high. I have I have the high. utmost faith in of all the guys. I'll put it to you this way: of all the guys in this lineup, defensively. Diggs, Stovall, and Holt are the only three guys I'm I am not worried about. That I have no question mark about Wilmsmeyer. The only reason is because I I haven't seen him play. Like like I watched one Missouri series last year and it was (laughs) it was uh I don't even remember which weekend it was. It was they beat somebody. And the only reason I was even watching them is because, um, what's his face? Dylan Leach played for him. Right. Um, I watched one Missouri series, and I don't remember Wilmsmeyer specifically. So I don't even know. You know, he, he could have been lights out. Um, 
I just haven't watched the dude play. That's the only reason I have a question mark. Um, same thing with Wagner, Hudson White. Uh, Aloy, his stats speak for himself. I'm I'm more worried about Wahiwa Aloy than anyone. Um, dude, 17 errors and a 928 fielding percentage is 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 is. I'm like it is awful. That's terrible. Right. And you're playing shortstop. Right. It's not like it's the most important infield <clears throat> defensive position you can play. So if that, if let just, me ask you, who do you who would you move over there if he doesn't work there? Who would you move over there? I don't think you'd like my answer. No, I want to hear it. Holt. No, I mean I was thinking the same thing, but my concern my concern's the same. But here's the difference, is that, well, it's the same thing I said about third base. Holt is still going to make plays he shouldn't make because of his ability to, to see the ball and his, and his quickness without having the size to play the position. I just think about, like, I mean, you remember, and I don't know the, I don't know how high, how the height of Aloy is. I don't know how tall he is. Um, Let me find out. But just remembering some of the plays, like just throwing it out there, like battles made on diving plays, diving to stop balls. I don't know how tall battles was either, but I know battles a hell of a lot taller yeah. than Holt is. Aloy is 6'1", 195. That's my concern with just – and I'm not talking about just the – you're jumping to catch the balls. I'm talking about getting – being able to be there fast enough to dive for balls when you're losing. How, give me Holt's height. Give me Holt's height. 5'7"? No, five, he ain't 5'7", no. Uh, he is 5'10", 205. He ain't far off. He's three he inches shorter off. than Aloy. He ain't far off. I'm three like, inches shorter, 10 pounds heavier. My concern's a little bit eased by that. I thought it was. I thought you were going to tell me like a five seven five eight. No, he ain't that short. I mean, he's short, but he ain't that short. He's the same size as Robert Moore. He's a little bit thicker um, than Robert Moore, but he's he's the same. I know he's faster than Robert Moore. I yeah, I would. Well, I don't know. That's actually <laughs> you talking about. I think about Mike, I think Robert Moore guy, is. Man. I think no. I think Robert Moore is twitchier. I think he's twitchier. I think in a flat-out, let's kneel down and run a 40, I think Holt's got him. I think Robert Moore is twitchier you know, and pro- more baseball savvy. Probably. That's probably true. That's probably true. Twitchy twitchy needs to be a, a stat line. Yeah. We need to figure out a way to get twitchy. So it has nothing to do with this line. season, but, but, but it just makes me – Dude, the Robert Moore-Jalen battles middle infield with, with Christian Franklin. Christian Franklin in center. Are you – dirty? fucking kidding me yeah just like is the mass is the is is the nastiest middle defense well i'm just thinking if you could put joseph somewhere out there in that in that outfield put him in left field joseph left field christian franklin in center shit you can put whoever the fuck you want to you can put uh you can put uh shit anybody you want to and right it doesn't matter 
anybody. Bray, what's his name? Um, Slavens. Um, you can put Slavens out there right No, here. not Slavens. What was the other kid? Uh, Braden uh, something. What was his name? Played outfield. Um, oh, shit. Braden um, Webb. Yeah. Braden Webb. You put Braden Webb Braden out Webb. there. Well, he, Braden Webb was a decent center fielder. Yeah, but he played left a lot. His last year, he played more center. But I'd get where well, no, because like, Braden you know, Webb I'd... was there with Christian Franklin. Christian Franklin, I think Christian Franklin was what they were. Think they were the same year. I think Christian Franklin played center all year. Unless I'm thinking of, unless they were, I think they're a year teams. apart. I think they're a year apart because Webb played the last year. Webb played. He was center field. Okay. So Franklin he, was probably already okay, gone. Yeah, and then Webb but, played center but field. Webb in right, Franklin center, and Josenberger left. Shit ain't touching the ground. Ain't no way. I mean, Franklin's the best center fielder we've had since Benintendi, right? I mean, I think. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um, I'd like to then, see, you know what I'd like to see, just to comparison-wise, just comparing center fielders, I'd like to see other center fielders that we've had, like Christian Franklin, Josenberger, and those Dominic guys. Dominic Fletcher. Yeah, I want to see their stolen bases. I want to see that. I want to see them compare oh, to me, that. Yeah, that's a good... That's a good, that's a good, um, uh, that's a good point. Let me see. So baseball reference does have college stats. Um, so where's steals at? Oh, okay, so Benintendi's steals. They can't be very high. Yeah, no, you th- you say that, but if we're talking about Wilmsmeyer at 21, Benny had 17 his first year and 24 his second year. Fuck. Yeah. Um, so not, not, not bad, bad. By, <laughs> that ain't bad by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Christian Franklin sits at 12, 3, and 11. Okay. Now, the year he had three steals, he only played in 16 games. So, um, so a little bit lower of a steal, uh, steal total. Um, Dom had... Are you going to give me his non-Arizona stats, please? I guess not. Uh, Dominic Fletcher. Looks like three years he had one, one, and two. <laughs> Shit. What what Josenberger do? I'm just curious. Uh Josie had to have had um because that boy was fast. A decent amount. Um I doubt it was more than Benny though. So are we taking just Arkansas or are we taking his Kansas stats too? No, I'd like to know his Kansas stats if you got them as well. So KU, he had 11 in 21, he had 11 in 22, and at Arkansas, he had 13. 
Okay. So, steel and bases wise, this guy's comparison is closer to Benintendi than, than yeah. yeah. Then now, now let me see what he had because he's a senior. Um, I'm curious what he had his other. So. 4 seasons at Missouri. Buddy. They all up there? No. No. So his first year he redshirted. Second year 34 games, 60 plate appearances, 4 steals. 2022, 51 games, 200 plate appearances. He played the whole season. Um 8 steals. Last season, 54 games, 220, 21 steals. Okay. Um, now, his 20, now, this is a fun stat, though. He has 21 steals. He was caught three times. So he's 21, 21 for 24. Uh, we're the assuming had... all the catches were at second base. They could have been a catch. At... He could have been caught third or. Right. For sure. The year he had four, he was caught twice. So he had a 66% success rate on stealing in his sophomore season. Yeah, smarter. He's done nothing smarter to get better. Right. I mean. He played in a summer league where he had 32 plate appearances and no steals. Batted 185. This summer or last summer? Uh, no, it was 21, 2021. He's old, though. He That's late, the thing. Was, so, was he so, a late commit or was he an early one? What, for us? Yeah. No, he was early. Did he play in a summer league this year? Uh, if he did, it doesn't show it. Uh, he is a two-way, though. Okay. Um, that summer league, that's why he wasn't batting. That's why he only had 19 or 32 plate appearances. It's because he was pitching. He was one for two, or he had one win, two losses, uh, with an 8.03 ERA. <laughs> uh, started Started four games, pitched 12 innings. He had 14 hits, 11 runs, 11 earned, one Jesus homer, Christ. eight walks, 12 Ks, two hit batsmen. You ain't a two-way at Arkansas, bud. No, you he like won't be pitching. Last case scenario. He won't be pitching here. McLaughlin will pitch before he does. <laughs> you know shit. Um, but yeah, so he was 23 last season at Missouri. The kid didn't start playing college ball until he was 20. So he's he's old. He's he's an older guy. He's got That's you know, right. and he's played at Missouri for he played at Missouri for four seasons. So I mean he's. Right. I think, dude. The more I look at this kid's stats, the more excited I am about him. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be a fun year, dude. It's gonna be a fun year. I tell you what I what I like about this pitching staff is that it's a 
it's your disgusting. Your daughters are left, right, left. I love left. I love some southpaws. I love Dude, we some have, southpaws. We have more lefties between the starters and bullpen. We have more lefties in this uh, pitching staff than I think we've probably ever had. I'm curious to see what, uh, how much time and what kind of production Cody Frank puts out. So Cody Frank should be a middle, uh, a pretty common middle reliever like Will McIntyre. Him and Will McIntyre should satisfy the same, um, should satisfy the same role. I th- I would think. Um, the guys that I'm really looking forward to is the freshman. That Gabe Gackle kid is supposed to be supposed to be really, really good. Um, the uh, what's the other? What's the other uh, freshman pitcher that I was thinking of? I can't remember. Oh, Hunter Dietz is the other, the lefty. Uh, the, the dude's huge. Um, and, and and he's another freshman lefty that is supposed to be we finally gas. Finally have an updated roster on Racebacks.com. Finally. Oh, yeah? Finally. We're good. Who were you saying? I heard your first one. Who was your, who was your second one? Hunter Dietz. <clears throat> um, Adam Hackman. Hockman. Freshman out of Wentzville, Missouri. Left-handed. Mm-hmm. 6'5", 2'45". Yeah. Give me, give, give me the size on Hunter Dietz. Uh, do we know his number by chance? Here he is. <laughs> Six six two thirty. Yeah, he's a big old boy. He's a big old. Fu- that kid is eighteen yeah. years old, bro. God. That kid is eighteen. Tucker, Tucker Holland, freshman, left-hander, six six two thirty-five. Yeah, he's yeah. a big motherfucker. Jack now, Smith, now, left-handed, six four two twenty-five. Now give me Gage Wood size, six foot two oh five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he's freaking stocky. He's every bit yeah. of two. That Gage Wood is a stocky little motherfucker, man. I didn't realize how big Ben Bobby was. Six six two thirty five. Oh, he, he's yeah, he's he's a big dude. Dude, he throws ninety eight miles an hour. What do you you know? Come on now. He got to be big. Shit. Tate McGuire, I want to see pitcher six three two ten. I want to see Molina pitch. That's that's really what I'm looking forward to because. Texas Tech, like, okay, you get a junior pitcher transfer from Texas Tech, who, by the way, was their Friday night starter last season. Right. And he's your Sunday guy. 6'2", you took, you took You took a kid who was a Friday night starter at a Big 12 team, and not a shitty Big 12 team, but a Big 12 team that year in, year out competes for the Big 12, and he's your Sunday guy. Like, are you serious? <laughs> I want to see him. This is a Cali he's supposed kid to sit too, like, boy. He's supposed to sit like 91 to 93, but... 6230, he's a thick son bitch. I'm assuming his stuff is pretty good. Well, we got any pictures of these boys yet, but... We got their at least we got their names. Yeah. Couple weeks, man. Couple weeks. That James Madison 
I might have to take that week off, bud. I might have to take that week off just so I can make sure I catch as much of those games as possible. Hell is Nolan Souza infielder out of freshman out of Honolulu, Hawaii, 6'3", 220. Is Hawaii our new recruiting ground? I mean, it used to be Kansas. Is is Hawaii our new recruiting grounds? I mean, you only got one. We got two. We got Aloy. Aloy, yeah, that's true. But he didn't come from there as a freshman. This kid did, so Aloy doesn't count. Dude, Aloy's dad got drafted out of Hawaii. I get what you're saying. I'm tracking. <laughs> so, right. Brazerback Baseball, they always post their... the. They haven't done it yet, obviously. But they always post their... Um, their walk-up music. So I anticipate that to be coming in a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. I usually download the spot. They usually put it on a Spotify playlist. They usually yeah. download the Spotify playlist. Yeah. You, you know, at the end of the day, there's only one walk-up song in, in Razorbacks baseball history that is far and away above all else and will all forever be a staple in my playlist. What is that? Kevin Copps, bud. It's, what it's was always, his? it's that, um, what's it? The glass. Oh, I can't, I can't remember the name of the, the, the band, but it's the, um, summer, you know what I'm talking about? Heat waves. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's called heat waves, but I can't remember the name of the freaking band. Let me look it up. <sighs> Uh, <coughs> glass animals it's the glass animals song heat waves um dude like just listening to that song just reminds me of the kevin cop season <laughs> it's so like hey fucking chills bro just thinking right. about it oh that's oh i'm so excited Bro, even after what happened last season with with Paul Skeens, Kevin Cop still, still the best single season statistically of any pitcher in the history of college baseball. Yeah, I you just know what I might uh, do to you know what I'm, it's, I'm it, it hurts me. It hurts me. NC State, I, I have I, I love NC State because of the way they play, but it's so hard not to despise them for that season. You know what I might do? Just might do. What might you do? I might go pull off that opening day game against James Madison and Vaughn Walker on Fayetteville on the 16th. I I will drive to your house. (laughs) It's a 3 p.m. pitch. The 3 p.m. pitch. It was a Thursday? Friday. I so could the, still so, be home in time to do the pod because I worked that, that Saturday as a work so is day. Game, so is game four on Monday? Yeah. Weird. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm. you should do it. 
3 p.m. on Friday, 2 p.m. Saturday, 1 p.m. Sunday, noon on Monday. You should do it. Tickets go on sale on Valentine's Day. That's like... Two days before the game? Yeah, I was going to say, that's like right before the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in Fayetteville on, on Valentine's Day. You ain't going to be able to get tickets. You can get them online. You can get the hog pen. If you're fast enough. Nah. I might you better go. That. You better go camp outside the freaking ticket office. That's what no you camping. better do. There ain't, there ain't be no camp. It's going to be your, cold, Take your buddy. tent and your sleeping bag. I might do that. We'll see. Well, you let me know if you are, and I'll come fight you. Oh, well, I come uh, let you know. Well, I come let you know the pod a little bit because it was a three o'clock pitch. Probably a six thirty end. I'll be home by ten. Yeah. Yeah. We could probably pull that off. Oh, I can pull it off. <laughs> Whether I can pull it off or not is irrelevant because I know I can. <laughs> It's up to you. Let to see what the wife says about that one. I'm about to. I'll have to find a buddy. No, I can. Well, I could probably pull Roman out. I can take Roman with me. That's a one day. Yeah. <clears throat> Calling in sick. <clears throat> yeah, you don't get those days back, man. There's there's nothing wrong with pulling them out for a day to go do something fun. Opening day in Baumwalker, buddy. Stop talking about it, okay? Just quit. <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. I'll take pictures and send them to you. I won't even. You I'm not going to tell you. I. I'm not going to tell you. I got tickets. I'm just going to take. I'm just going to send you pictures <laughs> when we get there. I will block you so fast. <laughs> you don't understand. Like the the my fingers will hit that block button quicker than you've ever seen a human being move, my friend. You won't do that to me. The, I'm gonna I'm gonna open my phone and it's gonna show like downloading a picture from Andy and I'm just immediately before the picture even comes in I'm just gonna immediately I'm just gonna, Cancel. I'm gonna factory reset my phone and just like throw it in the garbage. Just I need a new phone. I lost mine. I don't know what happened to it. It died. It 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 caught on fire. It spontaneously combusted. Right. Yeah. We'll see. I might do that. I'll have to see the t- I'm gonna have to see the ten day beforehand. I'm not gonna go sit in freezing ass cold weather. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. Oh, RG three RG three has a uh, two hours ago put out a tweet back at Jay Gruden. What does it say? No more back and forth. We all make mistakes and lessons learned from our past mistakes help us all grow and become better. As they say. In life, it's not about what happens to you. It's about how you respond. So thank God for it all. Show invite still stands at Coach Jay Gruden. So the funny thing to me is that RG3 is basically saying like, hey, you did these things. And Jay Gruden's response is, well, you're not a very good quarterback. <laughs> right. You're not denying you didn't say those things. Right. Like You're saying you like, suck at what you do. Yeah. This is not, this is not a two-sided conversation. Like, yeah, Jay Gruden's just playing the nanny nanny boo boo game, right? 
I love how Jay Gruden accused RG3 of playing games with the with his tweets. When Jay Gruden is the one acting like a child. You weren't very... Baltimore didn't want you. You're not a very good quarterback. You just weren't very good. Quit playing games. And RG3 is the one who's like, you specifically did this thing. This is what I'm upset about. And, yeah. and it's like, yeah, that's playing games. You're right. You're a, you're a fucking idiot is what you are. Um, yeah, whatever. Well, you got anything else? Blues lost last night. so I don't know what that means. I assume okay. it's a hockey reference. Is that a hockey reference? It's not a reference. It's just something that happened. So yeah. I don't, you know, okay. just it just is a thing. That exists. Cool. So, is that a good? Like, are we happy they lost or no? No, no, we're not. Boo, boo. Yeah, yeah, we're not. We're not super thrilled about that. But oh, okay, cool stuff. So, what are you wearing? Uh, <laughs> a Levi's hoodie. And Sam's Club, Sam's Club relaxed can you, pants. Can you can you take it off? I mean, I could. <laughs> I, got, I got an Arkansas tree T-shirt underneath. Oh. Okay. Anyway, I guess I'll uh, personal there, bud. I guess I'll uh, we'll have to harass old Dustin this week and shame him into coming on next week. It all right. Here's the deal: if he bails next week on a Saturday, we when I know block his number and cut do, him out of our lives forever. Never again will you hear from him on this show again, ever. He's going to start his own show that's just a revenge show, and it's going to suck. No one will listen to it. <laughs> it's just him like listening to our show and then shit talking us every week. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> Talk about how <laughs> this is the Cowboys' year. This is our year. Again. We've been, oh, we've been saying this since 1996. It's been our year for 25 years, but this is it. This is the one. T.O.'s going to come back and revitalize the receiving room. <laughs> Troy Aikman's. Emmett Smith is going to come back and run the ball. Yeah. Yep. Shut up. All right. That's all I got, buddy. Oh, I just want to point out real quick, Big Game Boomer put out a list of the top NFL quarterbacks of all time. It's kind of shitty, oh, not going to lie. It's God, pretty stupid. But I will say that our boy, Alex Smith, made the list. Good. So. How long ago was this list put out? Oh, I like asked. yesterday, I think. Yesterday, the day before, something like that. He tweets a lot. Top 50 yeah, college athletic directors. Again, who fucking cares? What is what list is that? Number one is Joe Castiglione at OU. Shocker. Yeah, good job, buddy. Way to let your bias, you know, not affect your decisions there. Yeah, Rick George at Colorado made number twelve. Interesting. Where's Hunter Yurchek? Because he's got to be on there. Well, he's not. Well, then no, he is twenty third. Twenty third. Okay, not bad. Uh, let's see if I can find this fucking list. 
He must have taken it down. Nope. He was getting shit for it. Here we go. But he's not usually one to take stuff down just because he gets shit for it, so. Found it. I don't hate it. Don't you think Drew Brees is a little... Philip Rivers is a little high for me. Yeah. Drew Brees is a little low, maybe. Jim Kelly's a little low. Joe Montana. Donovan McNabb is a little low for me. I'm just happy that Joe Flacco and Alex Smith made the list. Joe Flacco is low for me based on what he came back and done this year. Oh, 100% Joe Flacco is low. Yeah. Joe Namath, Joe Namath is way too fucking low. I don't, I mean, I don't hate it. I'd move people around. Vinny Testaverde. Hell yeah. Yeah, I forgot about Vinny Testaverde being on there. (laughs) I forgot forgot about that. (laughs) I'd rearrange some, but I don't hate it, hate it. Wasn't there someone else on there that's goofy? I can't remember. I'm not looking at it right now, but I thought there was somebody else on there that I was like, what are we doing, boys? Like. Too high or too low? Uh, I think they. I think they were low. They were like towards the bottom of the list, but I didn't think they needed to be on there at all. I can't yeah, remember I who Carson it was. Carson Palmer needs to be on there. That may. Yeah. Well, no, I'd agree with you on that. I don't, I don't know who the fuck Bob Waterfield is, to be quite honest. He probably played in like nineteen thirteen or something. Is Roger Staubach on there? Yeah, he's 15. I know Terry Bradshaw is around there somewhere. Top 20-ish. Yeah. Um, His top 20 isn't awful. Where's Brett Favre? A nine. Okay. I I don't think the top... I don't think the top, like, 10 or 15 is bad. I think going to... 50 is probably where you screwed up in the first place. Yeah. 20 to 25 would have been plenty. Yeah. Russell Wilson's not 25 for me. All time? No, probably not. He's not above Don McNabb. He's not above Flacco for me. He's not above Randall Cunningham for me. He's definitely not fucking above Joe Namath. Steve Young's up there too, isn't he? He's not above. I mean, god damn, I don't even want to say this out loud. <laughs> Russell Wilson's not above Cam Newton. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. If only for longevity. Steve McNair. I think Steve McNair's a little low. I don't think he's 46. If I'm going to 50, if I'm going to 50, I'd re like my 25 to 50 is completely re reworked. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the first 20. mistake is is 25 to 50 20, because top 25 isn't bad, but yeah, top 25 is probably the extent of where that list needs to go. Who the fuck is Norm Van Brocklin? Oh, you know, 
That guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one dude who played for that team. Y.A. Tittle. Never heard of him. You never heard of Y.A. Tittle? No, I've not. Okay, now that one I actually know, so that's surprising to me. I mean, what era are we in? Oh, God. I don't know. It was a while ago, um, but I don't... You have to understand, I'm only SEC, quote-unquote, relevant since, like, 2010. Yeah, Y.A. Tittle played in the 50s. Yeah, I'm out on that. Yeah, no, that is a name that I've heard, though. I just, I mean, obviously, obviously wasn't around for it. So I can't, I can't judge on where he's supposed to be on the list because I have no idea. Um, It's just so hard, like, to put guys like that in in (coughs) different eras. Yeah, you got to put years, like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Well, I'm saying it's like, it's so hard to look at a guy who's like, okay, is 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 you know Bart Starr better than Steve Young? You know Steve Young. Yeah. How who? How how would Some, you know? like? Let me let me put Bart Starr and Johnny United in today's game and see what they do. Like, I don't, would they be any, would right. they be any good? I don't. Would Dan know. would Dan Marino in in twenty twenty three be like as good as he was? Absolutely. But you but okay, you can have that opinion. But you understand what I'm saying, like it's it's a it's a completely different game. Like you don't, it's just hard to to uh, compare people from different eras like that, uh, and say that one is like far and away better than another. When, like, what, like in the '40s, like you didn't even don't even. No one even utilized like the forward pass. So, like, I kind of like. What can this. you say about? Kind of like this. Randall Cunningham. Who would you ha- who would you rather have? Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb. For a career or for like a year? Career. Donovan McNabb. Okay. Um, I'm trying to find people who played on the same. Team Steve Young, Joe Montana, Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, who? I'd rather have Big Ben, but I'm curious what you what you would say. I'm on the same boat. I'd rather have Ben. Um, John Elway or Peyton Manning? Peyton. That's not even. Come on. <laughs> That's cheat. That's basically cheating. Like you can't throw Peyton Manning in there and name anybody else. I mean, that's Roger Staubach, uh, Troy Aikman. Fuck. That's actually Bart Starr, Robert, Roger Staubach. I'll probably take Roger Staubach in both of those scenarios. I get that it was a different team name, but Eli Manning or Johnny Unitas? Eli, only because I watched him play. Like, I mean, there's only 
three of them on here that I know for a fact played on the Chiefs. So it's like Alex Smith and yeah, Alex Montana, Smith, Montana, and Holmes. I mean, of those take, three, if, it's Mahomes. If I could, oh, absolutely. I, I, there's stuff from Alex Smith I wish I could put into, like, take this skill set and put into Mahomes' skill set to add to it. Not just like, a, not you go learn this, but like this, you now have this. Yeah. Um, but I'll oh, tell we've you talked what, about how, 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 how high we are on Alex Smith before. So, yeah. Vinny, Vinny T, baby. There's no way. There's to, there's to me. There's no way that dude needs to be on the list. No, there's no way he doesn't. deserves to be on a list of no. the greatest of anything. Frankly, no. no. Vinny Testaverde, you, know, you fucking high. Like, what are you talking about? He just trying to throw that pick names out now. Where's Vic? Vic is pretty high. He's twentieth. He should. He should be. Yeah. No, I'm good with the top twenty. Twenty. I'm good with the top twenty. This the first column. I'm good with. I'd rearrange some of them, but I'm good with the names. The second one, except Russell Wilson. 50. Except Russell Wilson has. He's not top twenty-five. He's just not. I like how we've 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 been talking about this for ten minutes and we haven't even discussed number one. It's that before you say it, it is it is that cut and dry. Oh, there's you. There's it no is it is so far beyond cut and dry. It is a known fact that you don't even have to discuss number one. You talk about a list of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. TV, just start at number TV two. 12. Just start yeah. at number two. Yeah. Just start at number two. And, and in all honesty, in all honesty. I'll be my personal opinion, but I think I'm right about this. Start at number three, because I don't think number two is even a question either. I don't think it is. I, I think, think I think one and two is 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 Brady Payton. I don't think there's any mm-hmm. question you could I don't think there's any argument you could ever make that that's not the case. No. Greatest quarterbacks of all time, start at number three. Cause because the first two spots are already set in stone. But I don't know. Somebody felt the need to make a fifty-person list. So there are seven guys right now in the twenty-six to fifty. I'd put in that twenty-five spot over Russell Wilson, McNabb I mean, I, for sure. I'm not like McNabb, Flacco, Cunningham, Namath, Culpepper, Alex Smith. I don't know that I would. <coughs> I don't know that I'd put Dante Culpepper in there. Dante Culpepper's good, though. Top 25? He's better than Russell fucking Wilson. I'm not saying he's not better than Russell Wilson, but 25? <coughs> I'm just replacing Russell. That's all. I'm just replacing that guy. I just don't think. Don, if, if Dante Culpepper was at 25, I would be having the argument you're having right now about Russell Wilson. I don't think I probably if like Russell Wilson wasn't that twenty five. No, I, I I agree with that, but I'm just saying there's now McNabb for sure, um, Cunningham for sure. I don't think you could argue. I don't think if Flacco was twenty five, you could argue it. 
No, if Flacco was twenty five, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue for <coughs> twenty five. I would argue. I know you mentioned him. I would argue Alex Smith at twenty five. I love the dude, but there's no way. There's no way. I mean, Broadway Joe at thirty six. That's yeah. That's low. I mean, that's. <coughs> I'm just curious where he's getting his. Like, where did you? Where did you establish this from? What do you? He came up with it in his head. What do you mean? What are you talking? You've read this dude's list before, bro. Like, I wish I had this guy's time. That's true. Yeah. This dude just goes on quarterbacks who have ever played. I like that dude. I like that dude. I like that dude. Like he ran out of names. Like he got to Benny Testaverde. Right before Benny Testaverde, he's like, fuck me. I'm running out of shit. And he's like, fuck it. Let's just look at like big name quarterbacks that have played football and just started fucking going. The only thing that's the only thing that's iffy to me about that list is you have guys who it's not to say that, that they don't deserve to be on there, but when you're talking about all time, it's hard for me to justify guys who are currently playing because you don't know by the time they're done where they're going right. to where they're going to be, you know. Right. And you, it's it's so hard to say. So where's where's Pat on there? 4. So it's so hard to look at a guy and say he's played 6 seasons in the NFL and he's the fourth best quarterback of all time. Yeah, that's like tough. you have no idea. You have no clue. He's the only active player other than Aaron Rodgers in the top 10. That's probably accurate, though. To be fair, that's oh, probably it, true. That's right. almost certainly accurate. Um, but I mean, he could come out the next. He could just be straight. He could play ass. ten more seasons and suck. They could have ten losing seasons in a row with Patrick Mahomes as the starter, and right, he wouldn't be number four. But right. you don't know that. It's right. uh, to me, it's just it's 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 hard to put guys who are active in in on on a list like of all time. I agree. Um, but hey, if you want to put Pat Mahomes at four, I'm hope it works out for you. But right. you don't I'm know that, you know. But anyway, don't you have somewhere to be? Not yet. I got like twenty eight minutes. Oh, I got okay. time. Calm down, boy. I'm just trying to make sure you don't miss your appointment. Where's he going? He ain't like he's going to disappear. He's just going to sit there and wait. <laughs> Are you coming? He might disappear. Yeah. I'll be there. Well, be done. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, do you do you, boy? No, because then you're gonna be mad. You drove out there for nothing. That's a fact. Where you can't say it's you fine go? and then get mad about it. <laughs> that's like that's what women do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Speaking of- Speaking of women, tell I me I, no. Hold on, tell me I'm fucking wrong. You're not wrong, but listen, we were we we turned on ESPN earlier. There was nothing, oh, nothing, nothing on ESPN. Wrong. So one of the things that was on was the NCAA women's water polo tournament. Oh dear God! And we had it on for about. 11 seconds before I was like, this is the most boring thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, 
I, I don't, un- I mean, obviously I don't understand the rules, so I had no idea what was going on. So I immediately turned it off, but I didn't know water polo was a collegiate sport. Honestly, I didn't know it was something that the NCAA regulated. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Uh, PFF college just, I just posted 13 hours ago, posted this. I don't know if you've seen it. Who is the best returning running back in college football and gives a list of seven with a question mark for the eight. I'm going to read them off to you. I'm going to start on the bottom row. Taj Brooks, Texas Tech. Uh, I can't read that name. Kyle Monagai, Rutgers. Ollie Gordon, the second, Oklahoma State. Quinshawn Judkins, Ohio State. Trayvon Henderson, Ohio State. Omari and Hampton, North Carolina. It's Judkins. You don't even need to read the rest of the names. It's Quinshawn Judkins. Devin Neal, Kansas. Nope. It's Quinshawn Judkins. I would agree. Especially if Quinshawn Judkins went into Lane Kiffin's office and started telling him what he needed to do with the offense. If that's the case, Quinshawn Judkins is the best running back to ever play football, frankly. Um, that is hilarious. Um, I just saw this. Arkansas endures minor setback to pitching rotation. Every year. Razorbacks will lack an arm at the mound to begin the it's season. The kid, with it's the kid. Yeah, I saw it earlier. He's not. He won't be out all season, but he had a minor surgery. Um, he had a minor surgery. They expect him to be a contributor in the spring, but – Right now, he's he won't he won't be in the in the mix at the beginning. I forgot about that when we were talking about it. Do you have any idea how long in the spring he's out? Uh, I didn't. It's not in this article, as well. I didn't read whether or not they knew how long. I just saw that they do expect him to play this year. Uh, it's just not at the beginning of the season. All right, then. Yeah, I'm scrolling like, um, excuse me, seven hours ago, Jacob Davis. Well, dude, I mean, the last couple you I, mean, I don't even need to say it out loud, but the last couple years, you know what's happened. So, I mean. Tell that you, dog to sit down. lay down. Just go lay down. You don't got to dig a fucking hole in the beanbag. Why'd you go get What's why wrong? did you get the dumb dog? Go lay down. There you, what are you doing? Go lay down. Go. He laid on the floor. Now I'm not the fuck that Genius. Big bag. Genius. Just <laughs> smartest dog I've ever seen. Just ultra intelligent. I'm surprised he doesn't speak English, frankly. The other one's asleep. Oh, he speaks English. He knows what I'm saying. No, he doesn't speak it, though. He understands it, but he doesn't speak yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't speak it. That's true. Yeah. If he if he did, you could become YouTube famous. That'd be cool as shit. It would be pretty, pretty dope. You speak English? No. Okay. Worth a shot. Yeah. But yeah, right, you know what happened the last... 
you know what happened the last couple of years, you know, yeah. I, and I, I had this conversation with my dad the other day is, is like, I'm obviously hope it doesn't happen, but I'm waiting on that report to come out. I'm waiting on that article to come out because you had Paulette, you had Wiggins. I mean, it's, 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 I don't know. I'm waiting for it. I'm bound to happen. God, dude. I can't even be disappointed if it happens this year because I'm literally expecting it to happen. Right. So, I mean, and and to be frank, you already have one guy in that rotation. I don't know anything about Molina, but you already have one guy in that in that rotation who has a history with injuries in Brady Tiger. So, Right. I mean, who had a surgery last year? Yeah, last year. Did he have a, he well, did he have a surgery? Six, he was out for six weeks last year. Something stupid like yeah, that. Five, surgery, five weeks, just, six weeks. Yeah. Um, did he have a procedure? He, I feel like he did. I think he had a procedure during the off season the year prior, and then he leading into last year. Aggravated it. Yes, I believe if I remember right, that is the case. Uh, but either way, he set out half the half of the uh, of the conference schedule last year. Yeah. So yeah. he has a history came, with. He, I'm not faulting him by any stretch, but then he was reintroduced extremely slow. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not faulting, I'm not he faulting how 30, fast he was. He was on a 30 was, pitch count, like his first game yeah. back. Yeah. No, for his first, like, no, what even that is back. It, 30 pitch, it wasn't, I think it was 20 the first game back. Either, well, it was the first few games, it was really low. It was yeah. a really low pitch count to yeah. start the game. Like he was starting. With a twenty yeah. or thirty pitch count, um, yeah, it was really, yeah. Again, it's not his fault. I mean, you don't want him to get hurt more, but right. All right. Well, I got nothing else, bud. To next week. Next, yeah. uh, we are a Saturday Set- rotation. Saturday. So we will holler back at y'all on the twenty seventh. Well, it'll be posted on the 28th, but yeah, you know what the fuck I'm saying. You know what it is. What it is, ho. All right. We'll see. What's up? We'll see you next week. Holla.